Hello, and welcome back once again to The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts. We are still in Kingdom Hearts Key, and today we are looking at four cutscenes in a row that actually feel like they have story that goes between them. Uh, first one we're going to be looking at is another Keyblade wielder, which the irony there is that other Keyblade wielder is us, because, hey, we've got other Keyblade wielders in the story now. Uh... If you remember from the end of the last episode, uh, there was a new Heartless that was coming around town. And that's why we came back to Daybreak Town to, uh, to find out what was going on. And uh, our fellow Keyblade wielders, they've learned about it too. And uh, they're splitting up to go around town and kind of and, uh, you know thin them out. And we've agreed to help them. So yeah, our key player has. Always it's key player. But yeah, anyway, let's continue on with th uh, th that. After that cutscene, because that's the, that was the first cutscene. Let's continue. This new kind of Heartless is called a Neo Shadow. They are like the Shadows, aka what I called earlier evil black bunnies, and uh, but they are more human in shape. Got kind of more of a jester-like look to them. Uh, after defeating a bunch of these, uh, another cutscene begins, and we see Chirithi walk into screen. By the way, this one is called... Chirithi and Chirithi, which makes sense because not long after Chirithi walks on stage on screen, another Chirithi pops up. So the two Chirithis are talking shop. One of them, I assume, is our is the Chirithi we've been hanging out with, and the other is a Chirithi that's been hanging out with another player. There, uh, our Chirithi, at least the one I'm assuming is our Chirithi, asks the other how they're doing, and how's your wielder doing, and uh, she says, "Well, the wielder is indifferent. I don't think they know what's going on." And I'm sitting here thinking, I don't know what's going on. But that's just because the, the story has not really focused on a lot of this yet. But um, they say they'll learn. They have to because there's only five unions. We can't lose a single one of these wielders, in all honesty. So they'll learn, we'll have to trust in them to, you know, uh, be to, to flourish and get, and get better. So uh, after that cutscene ends, we get into another fight where we are targeting... A large armor, or key, key player is, large armor is very similar to the uh, fat bandits we ran into in Agrabah, and I'm, I don't think we've run into large bodies yet, but they're all kind of the same general class. They're just large, very tanky, uh, heartless. Uh, this large armor, though, actually has armor on, so maybe he's got even a little bit more. Anyway, after defeating the large armor... We come back to the area where we were talking to the other Keyblade wielders. It's kind of a bar, cottage, tavern, inn type area. And uh, Chirithi's there, and Key Player talks to Chirithi. And Chirithi says, he's not coming. Sorry we can't keep your promise, but he's not going to be able to make it. Okay, bye. And he leaves. And leaves us all sitting there scratching our heads because I'm going, what promise? I don't. I feel like I missed something, but anyway. Now, that last cutscene was called A Message. I say that because we immediately go into the next one, which is Chirithi's Fate. Uh, Chirithi walks on screen, and there's another Chirithi, which I'm assuming is the Chirithi we were just talking to. And this one feels like he's depressed, down in the dumps, sad. I'm, it's, it's hard to tell what it is. And he just says, hi, Chirithi. The other one asks what's wrong, 
And then our depressed Chirithi says, My wielder disappeared into darkness. The depressed Chirithi asks, Is this the end? And the other Chirithi says, Well, we have a connection to our Keyblade wielders. If they disappear, then so do we. The depressed uh, Chirithi says, Yeah. Turns over, rises up into the air a little bit, and then disappears into a... Uh, white uh he disappears into white behind chair behind the chair the that wasn't depressed a portal opens and out comes the foreteller of our union uh and they say the keyblade wielders are gathering a lot of lux but the darkness is growing just as fast to which charity asks then does that mean that there is a traitor among the five and our foreteller says, "I'm not sure yet. I, I don't want to. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, essentially." And Cher- our Cherithy says, "Right." And then uh, the cutscene ends, and then we get another little one of those uh, character portrait cutscenes. And uh, Cherithy says, "Well, we got we got them took care of. Uh, we why don't we go ahead and go back to some other worlds for some more adventures." And I'm thinking, man, that was a sharp 90 degree turn. We just had this very dark segment and no real comment on what actually happened other than, okay, key player, you need to go elsewhere. It's like, okie dokie. So yeah, we are back in Agrabah and talking to a guard. And apparently the guards have put up a bulletin board so that people can ask for help. And apparently it got bit so busy, it got so filled so fast they didn't even get the board nailed to the wall before the board was filled. Anyway, he says, "If what I'm trying to say is we need some help. So I guess Key Player is going to help do a couple little missions around Agrabah for a bit. Apparently, shadowy cloud-like monsters have been attacked, have been found, seen out the Scarab Sands, and we need to go check it out. So we agree to do so, and we go out there, and Key Player, uh, you know, he just goes on his patrol and takes care of business. After taking care of the obviously heartless, uh, we come back to the board and the guard says, check and see if there's any new more, any more posts. The larger guard says, monsters, there's a ton of them and they're heading this way. We got to head them off before they reach Agrabah. You there, come and give us a hand with this. And so we agree to do so. So key player goes and defeats more heartless that are getting ready to attack Agrabah. As key player goes around, he eventually comes up on this giant fortress or really moving fortress looking heartless, which is kind of cool looking. And uh, of course, Keith player does defeat them. The guard says, I don't know how, but we survived and we held our ground. Thank you for giving us a hand. You're a real lifesaver. Then uh, Cherithy talks to us. She says, well, look who's turning into a regular good Samaritan. Well, let's see if we can use your good deeds elsewhere. And uh, so we open a portal and we go elsewhere and we will, Come back to that next time because we are going back to Dwarf Woodlands to continue on with some more of the Snow White story. But anyway, join me next time for that. In the meantime, well, let me talk about this right quick before I end this out. Uh, this went with a very quick, dark story for a short, short minute. I, I kind of more curious what was going on there. Um, Admittedly, up until this point, we have not seen that many other Keyblade wielders. The only other Keyblade wielders we dealt with were very, very early on during the tutorial cutscenes. 
uh, that were in Daybreak Town way, 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 way back on that first Kingdom Hearts key episode. Uh, so yeah, it's been that long since we've run into it. And then we get this other Chirithi. Now we'd seen another Chirithi before, but we didn't know what, why, why that Chirithi was there or what he was doing. It's just kind of like that Chirithi appeared in the background for like a short minute and that was it. And now we see that, okay, yeah, the other Keyblade wielders, they have Chirithis of their own. They are connected, which is interesting. And uh, we do at least finally have someone saying exactly, hey, here's what your goal is. Or at least in the way I've been watching the cutscenes, we're finally saying, everyone's trying to get Lux uh, to beat back the darkness, but hey, the darkness is growing. And oh, by the way, one of the five foretellers is a traitor. Well, I hope you're not working for him. That's a, a little bit, you know, interesting. Um, we did get, of course, another scene that included a foreteller. Uh, this was not a specific one because on my thing, it was the Pink Fox Girl. Whereas on Dan's that I'm using to catch up on all the other stuff, it was uh, Snake Lady. So uh, there is that little difference another thing uh that uh dan said in the in the in the let's play was that he has even he himself has even cut out some more scenes that were things that really didn't add to the story it's more like like if you're in wonder like when you're underland and alice is looking for the white rabbit so she says well let's go check with the doorknob the doorknob doesn't say it doesn't know where he is then you say, well, we'll go check out, check uh, check in with the Cheshire Cat. Maybe he knows. So you go over there, Cheshire Cat doesn't know where he is. And it's that sort of nonsense where it's like, it's not really adding any, into anything. It's literally much more run around than probably anyone in their right mind would want to deal with. Which makes sense. This is intended to be a gotcha type game designed to make you spend real money on power-ups to use in the game. That's what the game was designed to be. So, of course, the story takes forever and a day to get anywhere. We are doing a much shortened, almost abridged version of this story, even though we are still going through all of the the little. So, there is still a lot of a lot of filler cutscenes in this, both of the both in the uh, theater mode and in the game itself that we are still seeing. So there is that. It, this at least we finally feels like we're getting into some story, and I'm thankful for that. But. I'm going to go ahead and leave it there. Join me next time when I think if I've looked at this correctly, the main dwarf woodland story will finish. Like I said, if I'm looking at this correctly, I know, uh, I think if you go down in there far enough, we go back there for a short time. Cause I think we can end up going back to a lot of these, but I could be wrong there. Hang on. Let me look. Uh, do, do, do. And of course, I closed it out earlier. So we gotta wait for this to come back up. Uh, Dwarf Woodlands. Nope, I, I was wrong. We will be finishing up the... Uh, Dwarf Woodland story next time. So join me back here for that. In the meantime, this has been Drew, and we will catch you in the next frame. The Cellcast is a member of the Pop Americana and Culture Box Media Networks. 
For more information about shows in those networks, please check the links in the description. The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts is a production of the Cellcast Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell, on Facebook at the Cellcast, on Twitch at the Cellcast Gaming, and you can email us at the Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com or visit us on our webpage at the Cellcast.podbean.com. Our theme music is Trinity by Tyler Spirian and is a remix of the song Dearly Beloved by Yoko Shimomura from the franchise Kingdom Hearts. The Cellcast Podcast has no affiliation with Square Enix, Disney, or for that matter, anyone else connected to the Kingdom Hearts franchise. The Cellcast Presents Untangling Kingdom Hearts is a fan production, and no copyright infringement is intended or implied. Kingdom Hearts is owned by both Disney and Square Enix. This podcast also is not intended to be a replacement for playing the games. Please go and play them yourself.